This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with two full-blown kids. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, let's go out to eat. Plus, Biz gives a knowing look. And Teresa probably knows what she needs to do. <gasps> Woo! La, 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 la. Teresa. Yes. How are you? Oh, wow. I'm okay. So <laughs> I realize I've been having this feeling recently that, like, somehow bedtime has gotten harder. Hmm. I There was like a time yeah. where it wasn't. Like there was a time where like people kind of knew what they needed to be doing. And like bedtime's annoying, but like yeah. people kind of knew what they needed to do and you would just like start getting ready for bed and everybody would go to bed. <laughs> and like I'm talking about like leading up to getting yes. into bed, you know? Okay. And Curtis is still in a crib and, you know, Oscar's forever. tired. Yeah, forever. Yeah, forever. Oscar's tired because he goes to kindergarten and they don't take a nap. Yep. And Grace is not usually, whatever. It's all fine. Grace goes down to her hole. <laughs> she goes down to her, <laughs> her cave. Under, her under, under the, the stairs. stairs. <laughs> yes! Oh, um, I love that so much. Yes. Okay. So I definitely did the thing of like not noticing when it was good, mm. like which I should have Does it help done. that I was noticing that it was good because you hadn't talked about it at all? Maybe. Little? Because like when they were very little, yeah, I mean, it, bedtime was, was horrible. Bedtime was a nightmare, yeah. and I never wanted to say anything because I didn't want to jinx it. Right, and you were smart not to say anything, but, else you jinxed it. Okay, but I think I also, <laughs> to be fair, also <laughs> stopped talking about it because I also got used to how mm. annoying bedtime is. In a sense, like it got better. Yeah. But also, I got used to the, the, like, there was definitely a night where, like, my cousin was visiting, and, like, when I came out of the kids' room yeah. after everybody had gone to bed, she looked at me and was like, she has no kids. She looked at me and she was like, is that, like, every night? <laughs> like, she looked at me, like, really in disbelief. Yeah. Like, she couldn't believe yeah. how the past 90 minutes of my life Has been. had <laughs> been, like, just absorbed into the void. Which was very... Validating. Yeah. Um, it's validating. Yeah. But, sure. Okay. So the, we're getting off track Sorry. here. Bedtime was okay for a while. Recently, I've noticed it's been a little more like herding cats. Like oh. people don't, they're not doing what they know they need to do. It's been like this for a while, like probably two weeks, maybe three. And I kind of think I know what I can trace it to. And it's that I've been <laughs> letting them watch TV while they eat dinner. Oh. And I, hey. this is definitely, no, no, no. I, I know you're not going to judge me. That's why I'm sharing. That's right. I'm giving her the, like, hands so, back. And the reason I was doing that is because it <laughs> happened one time, and I noticed that my kids eat their Ate dinner. Their food. yeah. If they're watching something. Sure. And I was like, oh, I mean, Curtis, he'll, he's whatever. But Oscar and Grace, if there's no, if there's nothing on, they don't eat dinner. They just get up and do stuff. Yeah. And sometimes sit down and take a bite, but then they're up and they're down yeah. and they're up and they're down and they're doing stuff. They're not really eating. The TV thing is on. Yeah. They're just sitting there. They're eating all their food. They're not distracted. And watching. Yeah. And it's crazy how well it works. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to the point where I was like, I kind of feel like this is a reasonable thing for me to be doing, even sure. though I don't actually really like it. Sure. But I was like, but this is like kind of yeah. cool that this works. So much of parenting is not what you like. No. <laughs> but I do. So I do think it's affecting bedtime, though. Mm. And I think what it's doing is that basically it makes dinner kind of last longer. longer. And then there's a harder transition out of that. Mm. That's like and then people are just not they're kind of like overstimulated from whatever they were watching. And they're not like focused on what needs to happen next they kind yeah. of just want to play or talk or do stuff move around that's their move yeah. around time so then i'm thinking back to if the tv was not on yeah they might not be eating dinner but then they'd be ready to like get in the bath brush their teeth like yeah. so i kind of know what i need to do Ew. 
and I don't want to do it because yeah. it's it's been kind of nice. nice. But then it's also it's like prolonging. It's just like putting off the craziness. You right. know, like I can either have dinner time craziness, yeah, or bedtime craziness. I think I'd rather have dinner time craziness. Okay, well, here's right? the good news: you can swap it back out again. So have the dinner time craziness <laughs> uh-huh. for a little while, and yeah. then if you're like, no. I yeah. really would prefer bedtime craziness. <laughs> I'm going to bring the television back, right? Or, you know, you could mix it up. Yeah. Mondays and Wednesday are dinner <laughs> craziness. Either way, I... My kids would do great with that. Yeah, Just that, not yeah, knowing what kids. to expect yeah. on any given day. Pull it out of a hat. What is... What's going to happen? Like, <laughs> you get to pull it out of a hat. Is it dinner crazy or, or you know, bedtime crazy? Yeah, yeah, that probably yeah. would be great yeah. for for your kids and just kids in general. Kids yeah, just love kids in general. Fluctuating they routines. love to just be surprised, Woo! surprise, <laughs> surprise, and they love to have, especially when they're gonna get screen time. Yeah, they love to have that mixed up. Just like mix maybe it they'll get screen time yeah. or maybe they won't. They, that's a fun game well, for them to play. Do you know why it's fun? Because they love not knowing when that might repeat itself. Right. They they, they love, love it. they're really good at like knowing that every day can be different. Right. Yeah. 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 That's a skill they have. Regardless all of <laughs> regardless of all of that. This story just makes me love you okay. even more. I just like you. Oh, I think thanks. you're doing a really good job. Thanks, Biz. And I do not judge. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. I just. I appreciate that I can come here yeah. and talk about just that. Eating dinner in front of the TV and whether that's good. Good or not. <laughs> Who cares? I, li- I like that. The- <laughs> okay. Not going to get a sidetrack okay. on right. this being a whole How, topic. Yes. How are you? I am all right. I'm still tired. Uh-huh. I sometimes wonder, will the tired ever stop? Yeah. And like you, there's that whole thing of like, <laughs> where you, you were just talking about this. I had said, oh, I thought the sleep had gotten better. And you're like, well, I think I just stopped talking about it because mm-hmm. it became normal. And sleep is definitely one of those things where you're like, no, my sleep, like, my tired level hasn't gotten better. Yeah. There are just some stretches where I don't notice it as much or just accept it. Anyway, not what I wanted to talk about. Okay. What I wanted to say was that the other night, Stefan looks up. I don't even know where this came from. Maybe he had recently spent some time with other people who have kids. I don't know. But he comes home and he says, like, basically something to the effect of, you know, it must be one of the things that must be really nice about you and Teresa getting to see each other Every week, and I'm just sitting on the couch reading uh-huh. a book, and I'm like, Why? "You're like, tell me what's yeah, nice tell about me what's my life. nice about that. Tell me Why what's really great I about my life." Finally, allow myself to read a book out in a room where other people are. Why does everyone talk mm-hmm. to me? Yep. Book. Yeah. But anyway, he says <laughs> something basically like, "It must be nice that you know you don't have to pretend that everything is perfect when you talk to each other." And I just kind of like looked at him and I said, "We don't even." talk. What's nice about seeing <laughs> Teresa every week is that we're at a place now where we can just look into each other's eyes <laughs> and we know everything. It's so true. And it really is. She'll like come into the like booth or yeah. like into the office and I'll have already been there and she'll come in and we just like look. We just look at each we other. We really just look. Yeah. It would make for a very uninteresting podcast really if would. we just sat here looking. Looking. Right, yeah. but like, and sometimes there's a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, or like a mm, yeah. yeah, or just laughing, mm-hmm. just yeah. laughing, or just laughing just at each other, laughing at each laughing. other, yeah, yes, and you know, like skip the bullshit yeah. talk because we know, give each other the look, yeah, and that be it, yeah, and it's really nice. What's also nice is going out to eat like people. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about going out. To eat. Please take a moment to remember if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. 
Teresa, let's go out to eat. Yay! Yay! Our children are older. We have more experience now. Yes. As parents. Yes. Lots of experience. Going out to eat has become a slightly different experience. And I think it was recently we had a caller who called in about a fail about being out at a restaurant with her kids. And she said it's something to the effect of she has issues with the cups that they give kids that have lids, (laughs) like all that. And that made Teresa and I laugh a lot. And then I was like, you know what? I think we haven't really explored restaurants with this new lens as older, wiser parents. Right. And I thought it would be fun to do that. Let's do it. So- Let's go out to eat. What makes for a good or bad restaurant is somewhere in this. And I feel like, first I want to say, like, there's lots of, like, kids eat free. Right? Have you ever gone <laughs> right. to, like, a kids eat no, free? No. Right? I've actually never I, done that. <laughs> I'm Honestly, like, like yeah. I've never done that. I'm like, why aren't we going to more yeah. kids eat free? We used to do that <laughs> when I was a kid. kid yeah. Like, um, Caro's. There was, like, oh, Caro's yeah. where we lived for a period of time. And I remember... It was like my dad's thing that he would take my sister and me there yeah. like once a week or something. Yeah. And yeah, kids eat free. Kids eat free. Yeah. And those are still around. Usually on vacations, I spot them more. Sure. Kids eat free. But then I'm yeah. like, well, why aren't we going to IHOP where kids can eat free sometimes? Yeah. Right. Like, why are yeah. we going to, you know, a lot of it's probably just that we don't go out to eat very much mm. because of our schedules. But I also was taken out a lot as a kid when kids eat free. And I remember that I was like, oh, when I have kids, this is going to be a bargain. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure it is, Mm -hmm. but like that always made you feel like you were walking into a restaurant that was ready to have kids. Ready for kids, yeah. And I don't think that's always true. Correct. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. This, I think, goes into kids' menus, Mm -hmm. and I think I could talk at great length about kids' menus. Okay. And I don't mean the format of a kids' menu. I mean the contents of a kids' menu. Yes. There are usually some standards that are on every kids' menu, Mm -hmm. regardless of the restaurant, (laughs) the, like, level of stars of a restaurant, right? There's always pasta. Okay. For the most part. Okay. I feel like I always like see... Like mac and cheese. Mac and cheese or plain pasta. Oh, okay. I, I see plain pasta. Maybe I just like, don't notice plain pasta because right my kids mac don't eat it. Yeah, true. So I don't... Like... I notice the plain pasta yeah. right away. Yeah. The mac and cheese, some sort of sandwich. Grilled cheese. Like a grilled cheese yeah. or a PB&J yep. or like turkey. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And then ch- some sort of chicken, yep. usually in tender shape. Sure. Okay? Yes. These sometimes are, a hot dog. Sometimes a hot dog. Yeah. Right. Depending on the location yeah. and what else is being served. Yes. None of these things. I have yet to go to a restaurant in which someone has honestly served me what that said it was going to be. Grilled cheese sandwich. Always on fancy bread mm-hmm. that's too thick. It's true. And there's so much cheese it's yeah. oozing out. Yeah. And... They, and it's they not often, just yellow cheese. Right. They often use a like variety, a, a of, variety cheeses. of cheeses. Yeah. These are all things that apparently yeah. are a nightmare to my child. Oh, yeah. Right? Like they too just much want American cheese. Yeah. The bread is too big. Yeah. You know, it's just like whatever it is, it's yeah. not what my kid expected. Right. Same with other sandwich types. Right. Peanut butter and jelly, whatever. Again, it's on some sort of delicious, big, like the brioche. Fancy bread. Thick bread. Really causes yes, problems. sourdough. Yeah. I'm like, does anybody have a thing yeah. of white bread back there? Yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> like, when that happens, I'm always like, oh. Yeah. It feels like you're kind of trying to like impress me. Yeah, or my child. But no, <laughs> just so you know, yeah. I just want, it's fine if you yeah. just have a bag of grocery store bread, bread. in there. In fact, I'd and like that. And you just, like, that would be great. Yeah. Like, I, I'll pay $7. Dollars. Right. I don't care. Because <laughs> the in-laws are in time and we've got to yeah. go out to dinner at right. a restaurant yeah. to make it easier. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And I, I too, have often said to like to waiters, yeah. I, I want to be really clear. Yeah. I want this as plain as possible. For right. example, 
the pasta. Right. Plain pasta. Right. My kids will eat plain pasta. This should be the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. It always comes out with Parmesan cheese on it. I'm like, why the fuck? That's not even listed. I know. Why? Is there Parmesan cheese? Because it's like, cheese. I know, because you Again, can see what the they're bread. thinking. Yeah. Like, they're like thinking, I can't just serve a table this, like, plain pasta. And you're mm-hmm. like, no, that's what's on the menu. Like, that's yeah. what you're promising because that's what a kid wants. Yeah, don't bring the stink. I love Parmesan. Yeah. But Parmesan can smell yeah. like a shoe to a child, right? And they're like an old gross yeah. shoe, like yeah. something very stinky, and they won't eat it. Pasta with red sauce always tends to also be way too much red sauce. Like yeah, it's like sure. a soup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then mac and cheese. My kids don't eat mac and cheese, so I wouldn't know. My kids love mac and cheese, but they won't. Again. They've never eaten it at a restaurant <laughs> because they just want the one from the box. They don't yeah. want like real, real macaroni cheese. and cheese. Yeah. Like even when Jesse makes like homemade macaroni yeah. and cheese, they won't eat that no. either. Yeah. So, okay, hold on. One thing. This totally reminds me of when we were up north for the weekend for the Gender Spectrum Conference Mm -hmm. a few months ago. It was, like, early in the morning, and we needed to get some food before we went to the conference. Right. And Jesse found, like, a diner that had really good reviews. But it was, like, a diner diner. Diner. Just diner. And we're like, this is great. You know, and they have a kid's menu and all the stuff. And one of the things on the kid's menu is hot chocolates. And Grace Mm. spots that right away. And we're like, sure, we're on a trip. You can have, you can all have hot chocolate this morning. So, and, of course, Curtis also wants the hot chocolate, you know, and he's two. So I'm like, sure. It's on a kid's menu. Like, great. I'm sure it's fine. Right. So we get, like, a round of hot chocolates for the table, you know. And they come out, and it was as though they this restaurant had never met a kid. And this... <laughs> This restaurant, I mean, really, it had yeah. been there forever. It's a diner so with got, a kid's menu yeah. that were very welcoming to us that yeah. had a high chair for him and everything. They served my two-year-old, also my... Old two slightly older kids, but yeah. still too young for this. Hot mugs, like steaming hot, heavy diner the big mugs, diner the big mugs. heavy diner mugs of scalding. Mm. You know, like they'd use the scalding it's be water an hour before you can drink it, and covered yeah. in whipped cream Ugh. so that the kids couldn't even tell how hot it was underneath. Yeah, they all burned themselves. Yes, and I'm looking at my two. They, Waiter serves this to my two-year-old, and I'm I literally yeah. dove across yeah. the table and grabbed it from him because I was just like, the, the, the there's yeah. no like I don't yeah. even think Grace can do this, and she's right. eight. Like I yeah. could not. It was so crazy to me. Yeah. Like and it, like I don't know what that is. Like I like. Yeah. I don't know why. Again, who are they trying to? Because sure, Who's, the beautiful mug and the hot cocoa—it's yeah. covered in whipped cream. That looks delightful yeah. for an adult. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's even like when the food comes out hot. I'm like, can you make the pasta and yeah. just let it sit, yeah, not under the heat sit. lamp? Yeah. Just let it sit. Yeah. To the point where you think no one wants to eat this. So and then bring that out. But I want to say with the hot stuff, yeah. the other thing I would like to add my complaining. Yes. About hot while stuff. We're on while complaining. we're on Did I say we're going out to eat? It's that when they serve drinks yeah. that are so hot. Yeah. You've just added extra time yes, to your to time your time there. At there. Yeah. Because they're going to want to drink yes. it. Yeah. And it's going to take like 20 it's minutes take for 20 them to be minutes, able to drink it. Yes, before yeah. they can even yeah. drink it. Yeah. And then that, Yeah. and then there's drinking time. Right. And like. And they're crying. And they're Because they're so upset at how long they and have to like, wait. And they're so distracted by that yeah. that they're not fucking eating. Right. Right? You're like, yeah. bring out a television for my children to watch. <laughs> Quick. Yeah. I mean. Are we being super fussy? I know. Like, I are we being children? Well, it kind of feels like we are, but it's it is. I don't know. It's t- like it's it's just hard. Tough. It's tough because it's like. I guess on the other hand, like people would say, like, well, kids have to learn that, like, when they go out in the world, like, not everything is prepared for them the way that it sure. is at home, and like that's true. I believe that. Yeah, but like at the same time. I also just feel kids live in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it feels... 
It's not. It like, feels like some of this is fairly reasonable. Like I know we're making a big deal out of it, but right. it feels like some of this is like pretty reasonable stuff if you're trying to like accommodate. Yeah. People's needs. We're not going to Le Cirque, right? right. Like it's, yeah. we're going to an IHOP, right? right. Or we're going yeah. to a restaurant that says we serve children. Yeah. And but, yeah. Right? Like yes. if you've got a kids menu, yeah. you're expecting people to bring their kids in. Yes. And that's true. I also like, I totally also get the whole like, who are you be trying to impress? You know, for me, I'm like what frustrates me, obviously, you know, we don't go out to eat a lot because I know my kids aren't going to eat half the stuff, right? right. And it's, yeah. Or if we go, I make sure we've got, like, fruit, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, some crackers and things yeah. like that. And sometimes I put together a meal, right? Like, I know that part of it, what I need to pack in my bag to take to the restaurant is mm-hmm. lower expectations. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, I need to accept that I'm about to be judged because fries will be dinner tonight. Yeah. I should just get my kid fries yeah. because they'll eat them. Yeah. And that's, that's better. That's okay once in a while. Right. And it's yeah. okay. Because you're getting through the experience. Yeah. And it's yeah. cheaper than the peanut butter and jelly sandwich that is too fancy yeah, that in they my won't kid's eat. mind yeah. that they're not going to eat. Yeah. And I don't like, I hate the wasting of the food. Yeah. I hate the cost yeah. of like not being, like knowing I'm about to go spend money on stuff my kids aren't going to eat. Right. And like that's, and so, no, well, here's what's funny. Katie Bell brought up an interesting thing. She is a pretty good eater out mm-hmm. at restaurants. And she was like out maybe two, maybe a year ago. So she was like nine. And she's out with Stefan's parents, and they go to a Chinese restaurant because Katie Bell loves Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And they go, she orders the soup, the wonton soup, and the guy brings out the smallest, tiniest, <laughs> like, soup. Yeah. And she's like, what? And, like, they have to, like, say very clearly, she needs the large, yeah. like, the adult large. Yeah. She's going to eat all of it. Yeah. And the guy just, like, couldn't, like, this is where the opposite worked. Uh, like, yeah. where they tried to, they like, have this idea they had an assumption that what your a kid's kid not, oh, yeah, what a kid they will eat. And for it. her, yeah. she was so, like, insulted yeah. that she wasn't getting served like right. an adult when she's ordering off the adult menu. And that yeah. was the thing. She had ordered off the adult menu, not the kid's uh, menu, you know. And yeah. that was, that was hard. And... You know, I think there's, I agree with the whole, like, there's something about going out that teaches your kid a lesson that it can't always be like it is at home. Yeah. Right? And sorry. And that that's good sometimes. Right. And sorry, yeah. restaurants, that we're going to be doing this life lesson yeah. at your True. restaurant. Yeah. Right? Well, <laughs> I think, but I think you raise a good point, yeah. which is... I think for like we have a, a few different friends whose kids really are genuinely adventurous eaters yeah. and they're the same age as my kids and they just they're more comfortable trying different things. They're more like up for actually just eating what's on their plate even if it's not their favorite. Yeah. Like they're just like that's kind of the they're just better at that for yeah. whatever reason. Like and I could see if that was my kid going to a restaurant and being really frustrated that there even was a kid's menu that sure. suggested that my kid won't eat regular restaurant food, that right. they will only eat a PBJ or a hot dog. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, um, you're just teaching my child. Like, because there yeah. totally are kids who will eat, eat well, the regular like food. Yeah, it's like she Katie wants Bell. the. She yeah. doesn't want literally yeah. the adult. Like, she orders off yeah. the adult menu, but then out comes food that there's no way in hell she's finishing because it's gigantic. Right. Right? Right. And there's no... And you can't say, can I have a half order? Right. Can I have... Can I order the plain pasta for the kids, but then you put everything on it that she wants? Right? Like... No wonder kids get to eat free because, yeah. <laughs> like, there's you're gonna get gouged somewhere else yeah, along the way. True. Yeah, but I think this is true with like the drinks. The drinks are I'm I am fine. I like going to a restaurant. Yeah, where they know to bring my children their drink in a kids cup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Drinking is hard. Yes. But I also have been to places which like the hot chocolate. They bring giant, like, glass or plastic glasses of water and put it right in front of the child. And I'm like, I just, yeah, that's your hometown. You're lunging across the table. It's like, what What the hell? Yeah. Look at 
it's bigger than this kid's yeah. face. Yeah. Like, they yeah. can't. I'm not complaining no. about that. I'm yeah. complaining about the fact that, like, I'm not even complaining. I'm just mystified yeah. by, like, how disrespectful it almost is to what the kid can and can't. Like you said, kids are in the world. Yeah. Why can't we figure out how to serve kids in the world? Well, in a way, I think this is just a problem of like kids being tiny versions of adults. And by that, I mean... They are all their own people and yeah. they all have different needs. And restaurants don't know what the fuck they need. No. Like, I, whenever we get the that giant thing, I'm fine with the water, but the giant thing of juice, the yeah, like the juice. eight ounces of juice, right, sometimes, yeah. or sometimes more, sometimes yeah. like the, just the huge but amount of juice they serve my kid. I'm like, I look at it and I think, like, what would happen if my kid drank that whole thing? Yeah. Like it it's almost like cuz I'm like my kids could all three of them share yeah. that today and tomorrow. Yeah. Like it's like it's so lot much juice. more juice yeah. than they're used to drinking. <laughs> or like the and, lemonade. I'm like you don't But I'm like yeah. someone, but I'm like they must but part of me is like someone's kid might be drinking that much juice. Well, but that's just so hard. Yeah. Like it's just so hard. Yeah. There's just so many there's so yeah no there's so many differences yeah right but kids get no respect kids get no and respect and so yeah. like it's just a shit yeah. show wherever you go yeah the kids activities that sometimes restaurants provide uh-huh. for kids like the it's the menu yeah the menus on it and then there are some games and the games. I learned, I was like, oh, we're getting the kids' menu with the games. Holy shit. The only way my kids will enjoy this is if they're old enough to read. Yep. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. there's or one Or if maze. I walk them through the Oh, yeah. I'm about to spend thing. my like, entire this is time to activity. Yeah. Word searching. Yes. yes. Draw the meatball person that you want to make. <laughs> Right, like whatever, because when they try and theme it up to their restaurant, yes. I'm like, draw the meatball, <laughs> name it, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? Just actually, what would be great is just like paper. Just yeah, give paper. your paper, paper, or like great restaurants that great restaurants <laughs> that serve to kids have like full pieces of like paper down on the like as yeah. part of the yeah, uh, or tablecloth. The, yeah, the tablecloth. And they is just give paper. you, yeah, they, they give, give you, the, you yeah. a big thing of just nasty yes. crayons, love and that. the kids can just go to town. I love that. That is great. In fact, yes. I use that. Uh, multiple times for like Thanksgiving and like big holidays oh, where yeah. we have to have like so smart. kids are yeah. just kind of sitting, yeah. you know, like I put that down. But like a lot of times I'm like, is this worth? Yeah. Is this fun? Yeah. Is, is this, this fun? fun? Is anybody yeah. having fun with this? Yeah. I want to finish by saying I was a waiter and a bartender mm-hmm. and a hostess for over 11 years in mm-hmm. multiple restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, uh, from the waiter standpoint, mm-hmm. what made going out to eat for families that I saw having some success was when parents realized they had brought kids with them. That's always helpful. Okay. Like yep. they knew this was yeah. a experience with their kids. Right. And not a date. Right. <laughs> also, I hated when people ordered spaghetti. I'm not going to complain from the waiter side. Fucking hated spaghetti mm-hmm. because that's impossible to clean up off the yeah. floor. Yeah. The table, yeah. fine. But kids gonna throw. Yeah. Right? Kids gonna throw. Mm-hmm. So like Cheerios. I loved it when people brought Cheerios in. Sometimes I would just I would just say, Do you just want some bread? Right? Like, as a waiter, I also felt it was my job to identify yeah. and be like, Look, I can also bring you X, Y, and yeah. Z. You don't have to. We got a fruit plate. It's hospitality, yeah, it's right? it's hospitality. Yeah. It's like accepting that the kid's not going to eat yeah. it, right? And yes. like that sort of stuff, I felt like, you know, I knew kids were going to have refills. Yeah. Usually the adults were worse than the kids lots of yeah. times, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. You know, and like I think if we're going to go out in the world with our kids— if you are the one taking your kids out in the world, I feel like you need to be aware that that is a choice you're making. And just like you would any friend that you invited out, yeah, you need to be, like, connected. You need to be aware. Yeah. Right? Like, of what's happening. Yes. 
And if you are out in the world without kids, yeah. but are in a hospitality industry of some kind where you are letting families come into your place, mm-hmm. you also have to be aware that all kids aren't the same, mm-hmm. right? And the kids are different and just like people are different. Yeah. So we have enjoyed really ripping <laughs> the eating out experience a new asshole and sounding like assholes ourselves. So the question is, why would we go out, right? Like pre, pre-kids, pre I'd be like, then don't fucking come out, right? Yeah. So why do you go out to eat? Being in a restaurant that you like yes. takes you out of your house. It's such a treat for taking you out of your house and out of your like typical like routine of things getting sour sometimes. Yeah. We don't eat that out that much with our kids either. And I just want to say how nice it is when you do find yeah. that place where it does work yeah. mostly. Yeah. Like I the, we have this place that's down the street from our house. I'm just going to name it because it's called La Abeja, and it's going to be gone soon because it's been there since the 60s, and the guy and his wife who run it, it was his dad's place, and he's ready to retire now, and he's going to sell the building. And it's going to be, it's it's like over. And we, our family has been eating there since Jesse and I first moved to this part of the neighborhood, which was like when I was pregnant with Gracie. So like it's been... It's been like our our Your home place. place for like a long time. And we're already very sad yeah. that they're leaving. And so we're trying to eat there as often as possible. And like, I just want to say, like, it's it's not not perfect because eating out with kids is never perfect. Right. But what's so awesome about it is like having and it's not like it's not particularly kid friendly. It's just a place where you could go with kids and they yeah. know that kids exist in the world and they're nice to our kids. Yeah. Like they treat our kids like people. Yeah. And it's allowed our family to have like a place that we go that is something we do that's like kind of special, but not so special right. that it's not like a regular thing. And so it's like a tradition, it's a routine, but it's kind of fun. And it's it's kind of normal because we've been there enough times that our kids are, like, used to it now. Yeah. And so I think just because we've done, like, a lot of complaining yeah. today, and I think our complaints are warranted and, like, fair given what we're, like, struggling with. Yeah. But I think I just want to add that, like, when it goes right, that's what we want. Like, that's what yeah. we're going for. Like, yeah. And it's such a gift when it, like, does go right. Yes. I also, I agree. There is... There are those places and those moments where you walk in and you're like, like right off the bat, you know, it's going to be okay whether or not they catered. Like there was this, we were visiting Alabama and we went to this barbecue place, like, you know, total hole in the wall out in the middle of nowhere. Ellis is very young. Katie Bell's young. You know, I'm not on meds yet. (laughs) You know, like, and we're home visiting and we go out there. And I remember walking in and like no one gave us side eye with kids. Yeah, exactly. Everybody just knew kids existed and they were familiar with kids. Yes. And there was no like kids menu you yeah. know what I mean like but everybody yeah. was like well what would you can well, I well, split like this yeah. yeah and just yeah. like in general no one looked over when your kids started like making a mess or yelled or yeah. whatever it just was kids, kids. go out they're just kids yeah, you yeah know? kids like, are in families yeah kids are in families yeah. families go families out go out yeah and you're right there's something really nice about being able to go out every once in a while that takes you out of the routine but makes everybody feel a little like if when a restaurant can nail the like we actually want you here yes and we actually are happy yeah that you're part of this and yeah. you feel part of that that's not always found at like four star five star restaurants this right. is usually the local place around the corner yeah and and yeah i think that's why i keep trying to go and yeah. i think that's why for all the complaining all the stuff that's set up quote 
four kids is stuff I will continue to struggle through <laughs> or just roll my eyes at because I'm looking for the good, the sweet spot. Yes. I'm looking for the sweet spot. Yes. Right? Yep. Here's to the sweet spot. So until then, I guess we're going to rely on this newfangled food delivery service. <laughs> hey, food driver, we want to go out tonight. Can you just drive us around in your car while we eat? <laughs> <laughs> One Bad Mother is supported in part by ID Tech. If your child has an okay tech learning experience, it might feel like more homework. But if they have the best experience, it could light a fire in them for the rest of their life. That's the gift ID Tech can give them. Whether they're interested in coding, video game development, robotics, or video production, ID Tech can help your child build the STEM skills employers are desperate for. ID Tech has programs at 150 prestigious campus destinations worldwide, from Caltech and NYU to Cambridge and the University of Hong Kong. There are courses for all skill levels, so nurture their interests now with the help from ID Tech. Visit idtech.com slash badmother today to reserve your child's spot and receive $75 off. This is a great gift for the holidays. That's idtech.com slash badmother for $75 off. idtech.com slash badmother. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206 350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Teresa, genius fail time. Genius me. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my God, that's fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to find a way for this to not be complicated. So so Gracie is sleeping downstairs under the stairs. So that one thing that meant is she was no longer in the room that has like the kid clock, the kid bedroom clock. Right. And so I was going to get her just like a regular digital clock. Yeah. But then I remembered that anytime you get a digital clock, it's always an alarm clock. Yeah. And anytime you have an alarm clock, Gracie's going to set the alarm for three o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. I, because that's fun that, to her. Yeah, it's that's, fun to and, her. No. And because she can't help it. Yeah, she can't, she can't help it. She's going to set it she for 3 a.m. <laughs> and even if she goes like two weeks without doing it. After that, it's at some point she's gonna set it for she's gonna come back to so it. She's definitely gonna be doing that from time to time as long as that oh. is anywhere near her. Children, yes. And so I sat there for the longest time thinking, should I buy the like slightly more expensive, like to- essentially toddler clock, kid clock that is not really an you could set an alarm but it's like complicated to make it into an alarm right. and it lights up when it's morning and it like does all this stuff I'm like she's eight years old she doesn't need this fancy like beautiful like fun clock that lights up blah right. blah blah but if I get her the alarm clock just I'm gonna even if it doesn't happen it will yeah but even if it doesn't <laughs> I'm going to be expecting it to yeah. and worrying about it forever. So I just decided to get it for her. And like all my fears that she was like, why did you buy me like a like, why did you buy me like a little kid? That never happened. She Mm. just thought it was a really cute clock. Mm -hmm. And she really likes that it changes the color when it's time to get up in the morning. And I'm like, the more I think about it, I'm like, this is actually the right age for her to start using this clock. (laughs) And like, it's what's amazing is that she is really using it for like the original purpose that I bought one of these clocks for back when she was like two and there was no way she was going to pay attention to the (laughs) clock. But now she's like, yeah, I, she regularly hears me get up in the morning and comes upstairs and says like, yeah, I didn't, 
I didn't, I've been up reading, but I didn't get up because right. I didn't want to bother you. Like yeah. I, I saw on the clock what time it was and it wasn't time Ooh. yet. And so she's really doing that like consistently now nice. and just getting up. Like if, if the family is not up, she just doesn't get up and wow. she uses the clock. I, I'm just, I, I'm, this is amazing to me <laughs> and I just love it so much. And I'm really happy Good with my purchase. <laughs> Good purchasing, genius. Thank you. Good job. Katie Bell is moving into reports, learning how to write reports, mm. research reports. Mm-hmm. I think the school's doing a very good job of teaching her, all that kind of stuff. But as we discovered a while back when they were doing their first version of it, of a report, I didn't know where the hell to research, right? Like, I'm not super pro Wikipedia as yeah. a resource. Uh-huh. I don't want that to be the go-to. The teachers probably don't either. Either, right? Yeah. Like, the library, like, we went and, like, I was showing her how to find stuff at the library. But online, because sometimes, you know, that's where she's going to get yeah. the research. I was like, wow. Yeah. Where am I? I just yeah. was so surprised yeah. at how hard it was to actually find some information that wasn't like part of a travel website or something yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, I went onto my library website because I was trying to find her current research report that she's doing. The person she has selected is Wilma Mankiller, who is the like Cherokee activist. This like female Cherokee activist. She's still alive. It's super. I'm like, yeah, all right, let's okay. Cool. <laughs> Let's go see if we can find any information. And the lot, and I'm sure all libraries have this, mm-hmm. but as I like to surprise myself with how great the library is, I go onto the library website, and of course, there are resources, elementary school geared research resources, whole websites that are free through the library. That you just use your library card number to log into, and it's just resources. Great. And there's one for, like, periodicals, too. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I love you, library. That's so great. I love you, library. Yes. I don't have to figure out where yeah. to send her. Yeah. She can go log in, and it's all there. Yeah. I love her. Also, I found two books, mm-hmm. and we were able to put them on hold for her. Good job. I love you, library, so much. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I have a Halloween genius. Both of my kids have palate expanders right now, which means they can't have anything gummy or chewy or sticky, which happens to describe about 50% of the candy they're about to get when they go trick-or-treating. So my genius is that I bought a bag of candy that they can have. And when they get back, instead of having a meltdown, they can trade the candy that they can't have with the candy that they can have thus avoiding a meltdown. And bonus genius is that I will then have a bag of candy that no one else can eat. (laughs) You're all doing a really good job. And today, so am I. Bye. Yes. So good. For anybody whose children are not old enough yet for various orthodontic Mm. (laughs) suggestions, recommendations, and or must-dos. Yes. Like a palate expander. You know, it's like, you can either, it's up on the roof of your mouth, it's behind your teeth, and it's just pushing your teeth out to make space. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's just another thing that limits you from eating anything enjoyable. I it, had one of those. Actually, I feel like I had that a bunch of different times. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Such a good job. You're a fucking Halloween yeah. genius. Trading treats is. I bet you You can use that lots of different times. Lots of different times. Yeah. Just make sure that it's a holiday in which the what they're getting is stuff you really want. Right? Like that's. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. You're doing a great job. Failures. Fail. 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 You suck. Fail me, Teresa. So a couple days ago, I was making a snack for Oscar and Curtis and myself, and we wanted to have cheese and crackers. Cheese and crackers. So I got out the cheese, and then I realized I couldn't find any crackers. And I was like, that's weird. We have, like, no crackers right now. What 
what's that about? Can't find any crackers. <laughs> so I looked like everywhere, really looked, really looked down where we keep like the canned goods. And mm-hmm. I found a box of saltines. We're not like super into saltines, but we keep them around, you yeah. know? And I was like, okay, cool. And so I pull out a sleeve of saltines from this open box of saltines. Yes. The the sleeve is not open, just the box is open. So we're digging into it and we take some bites and we're all horrified by the taste of these saltines. I mean, they're really, truly disgusting. I don't even know how to describe it. It was like worse than cardboard. Oh. Like the texture was normal, but, but the, the taste. taste was really bad. And I'm like, oh, God, maybe these are old. Maybe yeah. I didn't even know that saltines could get old. Right. But maybe they're old. And I went and I checked the box. And they had expired in August of 2016. Ooh. So that's probably why they tasted so bad. That's old. That's a vintage year from what I understand. I believe so. That's gross. Really gross. You're doing a horrible job. I know. How many did you eat? <laughs> uh, okay. I finally, I know that you do not have a good uh, history with birthday party RSVPing. True. Or even showing up. True. I, coming with that fail. Okay. I did not even acknowledge and or RSVP to Oscar's <laughs> birthday party. I remember it came in. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, look. Yeah. And then I just, uh-huh. like, it was, and I'm like, Teresa deserves an RSVP. Uh-huh. And, like, she is my good friend. <laughs> and I know her history uh-huh. with this. And then I never thought about it again. Uh-huh. And then Oscar's birthday yep, happened. happened. And I wasn't, yeah, I just was like, wow, that's Bad. I'm going to say I didn't follow up with you about because I hadn't heard from you. Yeah. And it was getting pretty close to the party. But I didn't follow up because I didn't want to put pressure on you because I know also sometimes kid parties are not your favorite activity. Oh, I so I was like, she might not want to go or yeah, they probably but- have. But let me finish. <laughs> I actually came full. And then I'm like, that's weird that I haven't heard from her. And then I th- actually came full circle to either I didn't actually send it to you. I must have not <laughs> sent it to you. Or you just didn't see it. I just decided I decided one of those yeah. two things in my mind. My, it was, and I never <laughs> followed up. Somewhere in between so there is what happened. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, but I yeah, I feel like a jerk. It's all right. You're mm-hmm. not a jerk. You're my friend. Thank you. Hello, this is definitely a fail. For a split second I thought I was a genius and that's often how fails start. Um I am one month from having my third baby and so I went out with the baby and the toddler who's two uh, to Ikea I thought this was a good idea and I went to get food and I realized I couldn't carry the tray and push the umbrella stroller so I I hooked the umbrella stroller to my uh, baby carrier that I was wearing and for a moment I pulled the umbrella stroller and I even said to people around me who were just watching me could have offered to help, but they didn't. Um, and I said, hey, look at me. I've leveled up. And then <laughs> the whole umbrella stroller um, flipped over um, with my toddler in it. He was fine. He dropped his iPad. I didn't drop the food, um, which is good. But, you know, all these people were watching me flip my stroller over like some sort of horrible mom. So, yeah, I, I failed. Um I shouldn't be allowed out of the house. Thanks for telling me I'm doing a great job. I certainly didn't feel like it at that moment. I'm going to go stay in the house now. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, you're doing a horrible job. I got to tell you, though, one of my favorite things about this is when she's like, because I've done this, where she does the thing that she thinks is genius. Yeah. And she, like, actually says it out loud to people. Yeah. Look at that. Next level. Still yeah. thinking that you might get a reaction of help yeah. from the people or around you. In or some just way. anything. Like, yeah. good job. Or yeah. like, like, when I've seen people, like, yeah. MacGyver shit together like yeah. that, I always am like, 
That's genius. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Right? Like You're doing great. Good job. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Right? Not going to help you, but I see it. Yeah. But like... <laughs> Not going to help you because you obviously don't need help because you're doing such a great job. Look at all that that you've got. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's then it doesn't work. And then it doesn't work. That's great. Pretty. (laughs) I feel like no, I just feel like I feel like this reminds me about how when you first get a kid. Yeah. And or you add a kid to any scenario. Yeah. That feeling of like the main thing you're trying to figure out is how to hold all the things you need to hold. Yeah. Out in the world. And that's the main yeah. thing that's hard about being out in the world yes. at first. How do I hold all these things with only two hands? Correct. It's really hard and it confusing. Is. Yes. And then you kind of start to get in the groove. You're like, this hand always holds this thing while this goes there. I don't take my kid out of the car seat until this is ready. And yeah. I, I bring this over here before I get, like, you kind of get. Yeah, yeah. You get into your habit. Yeah. And then something new comes like yeah. It's that moment where you're like, oh, I have to carry this food? Yeah. Why did I think I could carry food? Yeah. Yeah. Why did we think we could do anything? Yep. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Mathnasium. Math is one of the most critical subjects our kids learn, but no child learns the same. And what I've discovered is it's one of the hardest things to try and teach your child all by yourself. <laughs> that is why uh, we got Katie Bell involved with Mathnasium with one-on-one instructors and over 1,000 franchise locations worldwide wide, Mathnasium believes that any child can be successful in math. Katie Bell had so much fun doing math with this group. <laughs> you can contact Mathnasium today. Help your kids make sense of math with the special URL and phone number just for our listeners. You go to mathnasium.com OBM or call 855-354-MATH. Let's let someone else teach our kids math. We are so thrilled at your interest in attending Hieronymus Wiggenstaff's School for Heroism and Villainy. Wiggenstaff's beautiful campus boasts state-of-the-art facilities and instructors with real-world experience. We are also proud to say that our alumni have gone on to be professional heroes and villains in the most renowned kingdoms in the world. But of course, you are not applying to the main school, are you? You're applying for our sidekick and henchperson annex. You will still benefit from the school's amazing campus, and you'll have a lifetime of steady employment. Of course, there's no guarantee how long that lifetime will be. Join the McElroys as they return to Dungeons & Dragons with The Adventure Zone Graduation. Every other Thursday on Maximum Fun, or wherever podcasts are found. Well, Alexis, we got big news. Uh Uh-oh. Season one, done. It's over. Season two, coming at you hot. Three years after. (laughs) Three and a half. Season one. Technically almost four years. All right. And now, listen, here at Can I Pet Your Dog, the Spanish Hit Podcast, our seasons run for three and a half years. (laughs) And then at season two, we come at you with new, hot co-hosts. Named you. Hi, I'm Alexis. <laughs> and we also have field troops. Dog tech. Yeah. Dog news. Dog news. Celebrity guests. Oh, big shots. Will not let them talk about their resume. Nope. Only yeah, the dogs. Only the dogs. I mean, if ever you were going to get into Can I Pet Your Dog, now's the time. Get in here every Tuesday at MaximumFun.org. Teresa, no guests today, but that's okay because I've had fun talking to you. And I've had fun listening to our genius and fail calls. So why don't we really stop and sit in the presence of the real guest? And that is the mom who's about to have a breakdown. Hi, this is Teresa. This is a rant. Um, I just found out that I'm about six weeks pregnant with my third child, and I'm so happy, and we did it on purpose. 
but I keep having these feelings of what the fuck did we just do? We have a four-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy. Oh, they're not even that old, but that's how old they'll be when this baby is born. And they're wonderful, but they are so much work. (laughs) And I work two days a week, but my days are 14-hour days. And I'm just fucking tired. And my husband's been gone for the last three days. (laughs) So he just came home and took the kids to the park to play. And he says it's to give me a break. But my break is just going to be taking a fucking shower and finishing the laundry and cleaning the house without two kids just constantly saying mama, mama, mama and needing my attention all the time. And I just have no idea how we're going to do this with our food. We did it on purpose and I want three kids. And I really want three kids like five years from now, but I have no idea how we're going to do this. <laughs> we don't have any family in town. They live a couple hours away, so we can arrange for help with enough notice, but, oh, my God, sometimes I just need to call someone and say, please come take these kids for a few hours. And it's just not an option. Anyway, I'm just really tired, and I think that hormone shit is happening, and I'm just dreading this pregnancy because with the last two, I puked from, like, six weeks to like six months. I puked like 10 or 15 times a day and I got gestational diabetes and then I got pelvic organ prolapse and I just know what's coming for me. And I'm just dreading it and I feel terrible for dreading it when I know so many people are struggling to get pregnant and I'm so happy that we're pregnant, but I'm just already dreading this pregnancy and that feels fucking awful. Anyway, I know that the next two years are going to be really hard, but we'll get through it and it's what we want and I just need to get some sleep but I needed to say it out loud thank you for letting me rant and thank you so much for the show you guys are doing a fantastic job and I think I am too and I think I will but fuck I'm overwhelmed love you bye you are doing a really good job yeah and we love you too oh God, we love you. And, you know, I I really should just let Teresa respond because mm-hmm. I feel like like this was something that you have you may yeah. have some experience with. Possibly. Possibly. Mm-hmm. So Teresa, you wanna take this one? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I sympathize with you and I have totally been there and I think that this time is like a good time to remember that thing we talk about sometimes Mm -hmm. on the show, which is like it's normal and good to feel a lot of ways about something at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's great that you are happy, too, and that you're worried. And I kind of want to add that, like, I think sometimes when I feel worried about something, I have a tendency to expect it to be terrible because I somehow think that will soften the blow later if it's really (laughs) hard uh, because I don't like being caught off guard by something being hard. And you already know how hard it's going to be because you have a four-year-old and a two-year-old or an almost four-year-old and an almost two-year-old. You already know. So... I just want to remind you that you know probably a lot more about what's coming than you think, and you're going to be okay. You you made this decision, and it was the right decision for you guys, obviously. Um, yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be what it is, and it's gonna be great, and it's gonna be hard, and it's gonna be all that stuff. And you know that, and that's that's yeah. and the the feeling of like. Somebody just come take the kids for a little while. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Doesn't oh, matter yeah. how many kids are in your house. Yeah. Somebody come take yeah. these kids for a while. Yeah, is, or this kid. Or this kid. Or it this is, puppy th- or whatever you, whatever <laughs> whatever. you have. Right. This is, that's an incredibly real feeling. And it just ties into like, all, I mean, it sounds like you're also dealing with a lot of like guilt issues. Yeah. Of like. But I, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah, or yeah. like maybe we shouldn't have done this. Yeah, but, well, yeah. but it's okay, yeah. and you're not doing okay. it at anybody. Yeah, and it's 
You're remarkable. Yeah, you are. And you are doing a good job. Yes. You, you are doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, you really yes. are. Yes. Yeah. And congratulations. congratulations. I mean, come on. That's awesome. You're going to have a baby. It's going to be what it is. Yeah. And that is a thing. Yeah. We're all there with our things. We're all with our things. You are remarkable. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's a shirt. We're all with our things. Here we are. Here we are. With, with our, our things. things. Teresa, what did we learn today? Well, I think we just learned that we're all with our things. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Not going to call those things good or bad. Nope. It's all our things. It's all we our all things. We have all our things. We have all our things with us all the time. Every minute of the day, at the store, when you're sleeping, at car line, and an important meeting. Even when our things are with a babysitter, we still have all our things. <laughs> yeah. There is no, somebody come get all these things. We learned that children are actually people. And, <laughs> and they exist in the they world. They exist in the world. And sometimes in restaurants. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's nice to go out. Yeah. And we shouldn't feel punished for going out. And I know restaurants are doing their best. Yeah. It's just that, like, every kid is different. And, you know, I just have yet to see the kid who's eating that fancy grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> if they're ordering grilled cheese, chances are they don't want it to be fancy. They don't. If they're ordering from the kids' menu, chances are... They don't want it to be fancy. What we learned, carry white bread in your purse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> be those people. We also learned that Teresa and I really wanted to talk selfishly about <laughs> our experiences with taking kids out to restaurants as the adults. We wanted that perspective versus sharing anything that might be helpful about how we help our children get through the restaurant experience. And I think that's okay because sometimes we just need a place to rant. But I think it also sort of goes without saying that however you or the family at the table next to you needs to help their children get through this eating out experience, because sometimes it's, we're not out for fun. Sometimes we're out because there is a family member in town or it's a wedding or it's a whatever, right? That like, don't side eye the kid who's sitting under the table eating their entire dinner down there, right? Yeah. Like, don't side eye the iPad. Don't side eye that don't feel bad if some other, you know, kid is reading a book. Yeah. Right? Like, or maybe a kid isn't eating. Yeah, or just isn't dinner. eating. Just is there, yeah. but isn't going to eat yeah. at the restaurant. Just isn't going to yeah. eat at the restaurant. Or has noise-canceling headphones on, which we right. sometimes need to use if the restaurant's noisy. It's too like, noisy. Yeah. You're not doing a bad job as a parent yeah. if your kid's doing any of those things or yeah. something else. And the other people aren't doing a bad job as a parent. And I think if you are out to dinner with somebody who has kids and... Their kids not eating. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yep. You can you can let that one go. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. This is kind of what I took away today, and this kind of ties into when I normally tell you guys that you're doing a great job. I was thinking about Teresa and Gracie sleeping under the stairs, <laughs> and I like that brings me such joy uh -huh. because I think it indicates like what a good job you're doing as a parent because I think like if you go back when we first started this there was so much self-judgment there was so much self-doubt about like you know decisions that we make in our own damn homes yeah you know what I mean that like we our instinct says this is a good call but if anybody saw this they might think differently. Yeah. And I think it's such a comfort to remember that everybody has a kid under the stairs in their homes, right? Like, mm -hmm. whether it's the stairs, whether it's the, yeah, I let my kid, like, walk around in a swimsuit all day, mm -hmm. right? Or, like, we definitely take a bath fully dressed. Or mm -hmm. we, like, kids are weirdos and yep. so are we and like I think 
it's nice not not just to remember that everybody's out there trying to get through it with their things, right? Like that, you know, it's really hard and that that's something to be aware of. But I think it's also worth identifying in your own house your set of stair living, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever that is, and knowing that that's going on in somebody else's house. Mm-hmm. And that when you think that somebody's doing something weird, just to remember the own weirdness that's going on in, in your place, right? Like, and that's good. Yeah. And if you're, like, that means you're accepting your kids as humans in the world, and you are letting them adapt to your lives, and you're adapting your life to theirs. And I just, that makes me feel good knowing that we're all out there trying to do those things. I, and so I just want to tell everybody, you're doing a good job. And if you've been hesitant about letting your kids sleep under the stairs or whatever, I'm just using <laughs> yeah. this as an example for all things. Yeah. Just remember that there's a lot going on under the stairs in lots of people's houses. Yep. And, and it's okay. Yep. Try it out. See what happens. <laughs> you're all doing a remarkable job with your things. Teresa, you are doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. That was really nice. You're also doing a really great job. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Hannah Smith, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, got low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, got low down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.